Where is your boy tonight? I've got mine right here. This is From Under the Door Tree, your go-to source of the band Fallout Boy and emo music from the 2000s. I'm your host, Eric, and with me as always is the Pizza by Patrick. Mick, hello. Hi. Hi. Hey, hey. Hey. hey, hey. I sound good. Sound good today. You sound great. I'm kind of loud and really close to the mic. That's good. This is just how get, I'm going gonna... to... Get right up there. <laughs> this is how I'm going to do the podcast. Yeah. Hello. Hey there, Radio Radio Town. Radio <laughs> Town. <laughs> Welcome to Radio... That's my favorite uh, alternative <laughs> band from the 90s, Radio Town. What do you got? You got Head Automatica, you got Radio Town, you got the Beastie Boys, my three favorite British bands. I like how one of these two were, two were real and one's like fake. <laughs> it's like the Law of Threes from Star Trek. It's like, oh. Hitler, Mussolini, Sithrak from <laughs> Cornucopia 5. You're listening to Star Trek Talk. This is Sithrak and Hitler coming to you every week. Um, this is, Hi, I'm Sithrak. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I guess I'm Hitler. No, look, we gotcha. Just kidding. This isn't, this isn't Star Trek Talk. This isn't Trekking Around the World. Ooh, I like that. This is Dork Tree Pod Fallout Boy Time. That's the name of the podcast. Dork Tree Pod Fallout Boy Time. And we're, here to, episode. G- we're here to give you another great podcast or i mean just another podcast let's yeah let's not, let's not let's not put the cart before the horse <laughs> how are you feeling how are you what's I'm, your what's the vibe the vibe is immaculate there's no weirdness in the room <laughs> there isn't any weirdness I'm in the just, room well, I'm, I mean, off mic well you, you well, you're weird you're weird about something that i'm a little weird about but i reassured you that nothing was weird okay that's true my shoulder hurts just just before anyone starts <laughs> That's literally it. Before you anyone you starts like shoulder, but yeah. Before anyone starts like reading, like you know, deep diving into if there's you know, um, what is it, trouble in paradise? Oh, the the Dork Tree Pod Reddit is going wild right now. <laughs> Let's not spread that rumor. Just my shoulder hurts. We we you know we should come up with like a fake beef to get like get the get the Reddits and all the <laughs> like uh, wrestling. All, all the Discord servers are going wild. What's going on <laughs> over there? Do you like um? So at the okay wrestling corner. Yes. At the end of the Goldberg Championship run, oh god! Like in the last like maybe two to three weeks, like Scott Hall got banished from uh, the NWO, uh-huh. and he would get beat up off off camera all the time by Goldberg, by Ke- by uh, Scott, by uh, by Kevin Nash, and I mean all of them, Lex Luger, yeah, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Um, Are you talking about for house shows or like they'd actually (laughs) attack (laughs) Scott Hall? Yeah, yeah, they were just beating them up on like a Wednesday on the road. (laughs) No, 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 no. Okay, so you know you are right. I should I should explain this better. So it'd be like Monday Night Nitro. Yes, and they would like follow Scott Hall to like a bathroom in like rural Missouri, Mm -hmm. and he would get beat up in the bathroom, but you'd never actually see him get hit. Yes, and this is all leading up. It was a fake beef leading up to. Kevin Nash beating Goldberg at Starcade 99, oh. I want to okay. say maybe. And Scott Hall comes out with a taser. Oh, I remember the taser. It's a, yes. it's a, and I, it's it, like a cattle prod. It's so funny how like time changes your perspective. Cause I was like 10 years old when this happened. And it was, I was, you were probably a pig and shit. I was beside myself. I was, I hated Goldberg. You're just, che- yeah. <laughs> and, um, so, and now I look back at it as like one of the biggest, like, uh, wrestling flubs of all time. Did you, when you were, like the day after school and after that, that Starcade dropped, were you just like telling all the kids at the schoolyard, you're just like, oh man, did you see it? Goldberg, <laughs> he finally lost. I feel like you're saying it kind of like in a funny way. Yeah, I probably was. And all my friends liked wrestling, so no, I didn't need to tell uh, no, them. I'm not trying to say it in a funny way, because I was the same way where I'm like, I can't believe that fucking, <laughs> the giant choke slammed Kurt Angle off of the, bal- the bleachers and he died. Good old wrestling. Uh, where far art thou? Where far art thou wrestling? There's been some wrestling like, stuff like happening still i mean obviously you know i we don't keep up on it but like 
I wrestling Twitter is still going strong. Like oh, yeah. the whole oh yeah. I don't know. Cody Rhodes had something happen to him. Yeah, I Something's don't know. always happening. To it's Cody. just not the same. Or you know, like if you're if you're really into wrestling, write in, call in, text in, send us a message. Let us let us know what's good about wrestling right now. You know who got signed to AEW? Hmm. Kenta Abushi. Okay. What? You follow the 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 Japanese stuff more than I do, so he's part of the the Golden Lovers with Kenny Omega. Oh yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do know him. He's like the. Uh, the AEW ambassador to Japan. Wow. Pretty much. Well, good for him. Yeah. Big Buko Dolores. Anyways, this is the Fallout Boy podcast, Dirt Tree Pod. We only talk about Fallout Boy on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that was like 10 minutes where I just blanked. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. So today, uh, do you want to tell the listeners what, we're, what we've got in the chamber for them? There the was, Elimination Chamber. There was... um, there. Uh, I, I might have talked about this on the podcast before, and I apologize there was like uh like Eminem in like the late nineties was putting out a new record and he had like a forty eight hour takeover of MTV EMTV yeah EMTV yeah. um and one of the things he did was uh we talked about this uh, this man a couple episodes ago episodes ago famed MTV News reporter uh, uh Kurt Loader yes he would go on on EMTV and pretend to be hurt shoulder. And do you, do you remember? That, are you hurt shoulder right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm hurt shoulder. Uh huh. And he would give like fake news. Fake news. <laughs> wow. Of course. So should have seen it coming. So ahead of its time. CNN was just taking notes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the old Clinton News Network. <laughs> I've, I've never heard that before. You've never heard no, that? I swear. Are you serious? <laughs> I swear. That, oh, man. Or I have and I forgot As it. the child of a right-wing person, <laughs> I heard the Clinton News Network all the fucking time. What are we talking about? What are we doing? Well, listeners, today is our, our sort of our final housekeeping episode of like the Fallout Boy saga of this show. Uh, Mick was nice enough to kind of round up all of the straggling songs that we maybe haven't covered. Uh, he put them out of one playlist, and I'll link that on our Instagram, but it's called End of the Line, Fallout Boy. Uh, and we're just going to be going over this playlist that you provided for us and kind of give our thoughts on these songs that kind of slip through the cracks. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, the completionist in me knew that there was a bunch of fallout boy songs that we didn't talk about mm -hmm. and just and i i could not i i was tossing and turning nightly just knowing that we couldn't did not sleep. we couldn't go over these songs so this is this is it this this is literally just over i mean i i think it's 12 year span or so ish of songs that we just have not talked about and we're and we're it's you know that's it fallout i think boy. this is really a complete i think it, it it when i was listening to this list list when i was listening to this list when you uh gave it to me I liked it because it kind of covers every aspect of Fallout Boy that we've talked about, like good Fallout Boy, really bad Fallout Boy <laughs> uh, covers. Like it's uh -huh. it's a really complete list. I think it kind of encapsulates the the Dorktree Pod Fallout Boy experience. And, and, and one day when we're at Dorktree Pod Con, yes, I don't want some fucking pimple faced dork, you know, raising his hand like, uh, excuse me, why didn't you guys talk about Alpha Boy, Alpha Dog? It was one of the um, uh, new tracks off of the first greatest hits. Guess what, Dick Lips? You can't say that now. Don't even think about it. Sit back down. We're talking about it on this episode. That's true. We're covering. We're covering <laughs> it. We're like, like uh, you ever see that Simpsons episode where it's yes. the, yeah, you did perfect. <laughs> it's just like uh, the Xena where was it the, with the comic book nerd guy where he's just mm -hmm. like, boy, someone really flubbed that one. Oh yeah. Why is a man who says who has a shirt that says genius at work concerned with a children's cartoon <laughs> show? I withdraw my question. So yeah, that's it. We, do we want to get into our patent? And we have placed a patent on Media Corner. Oh, I have the media patent. I control the patent. So media anytime you say corner, media consumption corner, I get like three cents. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't notice. Well, 
Pay better. Hey, get your money right. <laughs> so, anyways, yes, Mick. What media have you been consuming this week? Um, well, nothing really. I kind of struggled to come up with media consumption. Okay. Um, hey, the Aces won the WNBA hey, championship again, back to back. So, shout out to the Aces. Um, I definitely watched a ton of w- WNBA this season and did not start paying attention when the uh, playoffs started. Because you're a real one. I am a real fan. Um, so yeah. Uh. Uh, Asia, Asia Wilson finished third in uh, MVP voting this year. Mm-hmm. In your face, you fucking nerds. Um, yeah, so just shout out to the Aces. Hey, we love uh, Vegas's favorite daughters. <laughs> I think I had something else, um, but I can't remember off the top of my head. So why don't you talk about your media consumption and maybe right. we'll come back to me. Maybe we'll come back to you. Uh, Mick, <laughs> have you ever seen a comedy special called An Evening with Tim Heidecker? No, I have not. But I'm very, I'm, 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 I'm well versed in him, in, in him, him, Ty Decker. Yeah, this, uh, I, I was, this is maybe like four or five years old, but I finally got around to watching it. It's just a quick, like, hour long special. It's on YouTube, uh, but it, like Tim Heidecker is playing like a, a character role where he's pretty much playing a, like, imagine like if Rob Schneider did like a comedy special now, where it's sort of like, you know, <laughs> anti-vax, you're, and <laughs> you're, 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 you're sort of you're right wing, you're sort of like a, not a very good comedian. Uh, your crowd work is really bad. You're kind of stammering. You talk a lot about how, like, you know, the woke, like, woke people have kind of ruined comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just that kind of, like, that archetype of, like, an aging, maybe you were probably popular in the 90s as a stand-up or whatever. Uh, it's very funny. It's very good. Um, so if you like Tim Heidecker, like, I would say definitely check out, like, An Evening of Time. Tim Heidecker, he, like, he, he intentionally, like, bombs, like, if it were anybody else, but the character is just so good and funny that it just... It's a, it's a it's a hoop. That sounds great. I I think I really will watch that. I you swear should, to God. I know. Yeah. You should, well, I'll make you watch after this. Um, we used to really like those guys. Yeah, we we were you and I were we were out of all of our friends, we were the only ones who really liked Tom Goes to the Mayor. Yeah, we. Were, I mean, even before Awesome Show. It's oh great. yeah, I didn't honestly. I didn't really like Awesome Show. Yeah, Awesome Show is fine. I like it's 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 I I it's 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 fine to me. Mm-hmm. But Tom Goes to the Mayor, like we were like obsessed with that. Yes, point. we loved Tom Goes to the Mayor. Um, and then even we watched some of the earlier like pre like his like their YouTube stuff like their yeah. YouTube prank calls. Oh my god, there is a uh like Tim Heidecker. Um, he's trying to buy these birds. Uh-huh. Do you remember? Do you, do I do remember the yeah. And he calls this like um. Uh, what do you call it? Like a like a pet store. Yes. And he's just like, I want to buy. <laughs> They're just trying to ask, like, buy like a thousand birds. Yeah. And like, we don't have a thousand birds. What do you want to do with a thousand birds? Just let them go. Just let them go. <laughs> yes, I do remember that skit. It's much funnier when you're hearing uh, uh some someone on a podcast describe it rather than actually right. Yeah. Now you don't it. need to see it, honestly. <laughs> but we'll post it in the show notes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Evening with Tim Heidecker. I can't recommend it enough. Like, I. It's sort of like an Andy Kaufman thing where he's just kind of. It's performance art, mm-hmm. but uh, I didn't think it was going to be super funny because I'd watched like a sort of a breakdown of it. Um, but actually, watching him go through the routine, it's it's very good. So yeah, Jim Brewer, Jim Brewer is one of these types. Kind of absolute. Yes, I was trying to think of other people. Yeah, Jim Brewer is like the big one. I have Jim Brewer, uh, who is the Filipino guy you just mentioned? Joe Coy? No, uh, Rob Schneider. Oh, Rob Schneider. Yes. Um, yeah, there's that. Uh, that's yeah. I was trying to think of like because it's like it's always guys who were maybe on like a uh, what was it called that the comedy special on Comedy Central. Comedy Central Presents? Yes. It was like, yeah. you know, so if you had a Comedy Central Presents like in 1998. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you just, you didn't update your material since then. Um, You know, people people don't want to hear this, but Bill Burr is kind of like this too. And kind of always has been like this. He he, he has, he, he, he flip-flops a little bit, but he also has like that, like, ah, the woke, yeah, the woke mob, yeah? No. A little Bill bit, Burr, yeah. Bill Burr, no. 
I, I promise you, I'll find you of some Bilber. You know, he does it a Maybe little bit. Maybe his older stuff, I'm sure. But like yeah, now yeah, he's but, like, he's sort of, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Like now he's sort of like rebranded himself as sort of like this populist, like left-leaning comedian. Mm. Hey, a Bill Burr here. But at the same time, he's still like his best friends with Joe Populist? Rogan. You can pop that's my ass. Yeah, exactly. That's oh my God, Bill Burr just walked in. My Bill Burr is actually really good. Not hey, bad. it's Bill Burr here. I'm from Boston, and I don't I don't take any of your shit. Bill Burr here, comedian. Yeah, that's Bill Burr for sure. That's spot on. <laughs> um, you love uh, Roseanne Barr. I love Roseanne Barr. I love Ro- uh, Tim uh, Tom Arnold Barr. Here, do you want to play, do you want to play a quick game of Roseanne Barr right yes. now? Roseanne Barr. <laughs> you won. I did. Good old rock. Nothing beats rock. Um. Yeah, anyway, yeah, you, lo- you love uh, Republican comedians. Well, speaking of Republicans, did you know that uh, Fall Out Boy made it onto a list by Politico? Nice segue. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, Fall Out Boy was mentioned in a list of songs that move the souls of our 2024 GOP primary candidates. Uh, do you want to guess the the song? <laughs> I I think I could guess. I'm pretty sure I know it, but I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for you. So I want you to it's say centuries. That's what I would have guessed. <laughs> centuries. One uh, Vivek Ramaswamy has said that the song "Centuries" by Fall Out Boy moves his soul. That's fucking also has, nerd. It's a, it's like a list of like seven songs, and two of them are, are Imagine Dragons songs, <laughs> which is crazy. There's nothing that like encapsulates uh, the the Democrats versus Republicans more than like. You know, Barack Obama puts out his, like, playlist every year. Yes, and, you yes. know, he's not listening to that shit. Absolutely but not. But at least, like, it has some soul in it. Like, he, you can tell that, like, it's stuff that, like, he's, you know, that's, like, decent songs that he's trying to, like, yeah, maybe he liked when he was younger and just. He, I wouldn't even give it. I, I, I'm sure it's, like, somebody who's, like, hey, I've made a playlist. Here you go. Um, oh, thanks. The GOP doesn't even try. There's, no. like, li- just, like, throwing darts at a board, like. Yeah, they're just, like, hey, give me three artists. Like, everybody, everybody had Dolly Parton, which, though, hold on, though. Chris Christie, uh, he had like three uh, like Bruce Springsteen songs and a Bon Jovi song. He's like, I'm a New Jersey guy until I fucking die. Hey, you know, um, give him credit where credit is due. Working, working, my working class man, working class man like Chris Christie. Um, we'll have to put out our uh, our end of the year playlist too. We should do that. We should run for the Senate. As like a two a duo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking cool, dude. Like um, those two guys in Yu Gi Oh, who like um, oh, who make the the, the bald guys, <laughs> just like them. They yeah. were senators in Missouri. Those two bald guys yeah. from Yu Gi Oh. Oh boy, um, yeah, let's run for office, dude. Yeah, let's do it. What do you what what um what are our platform? What's our platform going to be? What do you what what are what 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 are we running under? Uh, we're running under. TNA, we're the TNA party. <laughs> we're obviously libertarian. Oh, of course, absolutely. Uh, just basically deregulating everything. Yes, I wanna, I wanna be able to reap the benefits of society, like you know, roads and hospitals. But I don't wanna, I don't wanna have to be <laughs> responsible for the upkeep of those things. You were telling me that you hate how much, how long it takes you when you want to go buy a new base. How yeah. much paperwork you have to fill out? Yeah, I gotta fill out a form. You just want to be able to like 3D print a base at your house. Oh and... my god, a ghost base? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I did notice that you um, uh, chipped all the serial numbers off your bases, which I'm I, not gonna I ask never about. show my, my serial numbers. Of course not. <laughs> you know, that's an actual thing. People won't post their serial numbers. 
of their base? Yeah, their bases, especially oh if it's like a, a Made in America like vendor or something. That's one. It's one of the nerdiest. Hey, hey, buddy, you play bass. No one wants to steal it. No one. Yeah, you'd be surprised. <laughs> okay, a vintage B base, thirty grand. Okay, bass, bass from, Me- from Mega Man. Ooh, I love bass from Mega Man. Um, I remembered what my uh, second half of media consumption sure. was. We to just keep trying it all in. Nice two and a half hour long podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I started watching the Loki show, season two of Loki. Oh, that's one with um. Owen, Owen Wilson, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. How was that show? It's good. Did you it's watch all... season one? You watched season one. I watched season one. Season one was was really good. Mm-hmm. I thought season one was like legitimate. There's like it's like good for the MCU and then actually good. I think the first season of Loki is like actually good. Okay. Um, and this next season, I'm only two episodes in. Yeah. A little hard to follow. I think intentionally kind of right. hard to follow. I think they're making because they're trying to build up towards something. They do I like hope. a whole multiverse thing, right? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff like there's this whole thing where they're influencing time, like they're going back in time and influencing time in real life. Spoilers for those who haven't seen it. But you know, it's just a decent show. Okay. You know, we talk a lot about comic books. So yeah. So we're two just, comic guys. Yeah. Comics. Comics. Comic, com- <laughs> or comics like stand up comics. We're two right wing right wing comedians. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, um, what is that? H- that's Disney, obviously. It's on HBO. Oh, Home cool. box office. Cool, it's man. not TV. It's HBO. It's HBO. Yeah. Or you mean Max? No. <laughs> it's on Disney. Yeah, <laughs> I lied. <laughs> I lied. Okay. Well, do you have anything else for media then? Nah. Okay. Well, I barely wanna... had anything in the first place. You did. We well, had two things. <laughs> two fake things. Oh yeah, you just made that up. You just <laughs> freestyled it. Okay. Well, let's take a quick break. Um, let me find something to play real quick. Uh, and then we'll come back and we'll go over this playlist you made for us. Yeah, look, hey, this is it. If you like, it, this is it. Fallout Boy nerds, f- fans, I mean. Yeah, same thing. Um, we're, this is the end of, end of the line. Um, and so, you know, when on the other end of this break, just enjoy it while you can. Archive this shit. And we'll be right back. And we're back. This is From Under the Door Tree, and this is Ramen Waitress by the band High Sun. It's good. Hi, son. Hi, son. Are you, hi, son. Are you winning, son? Hi, dad. <laughs> hi, son, soup. Hi, son, soup? No, hi, son, soup. Remember from a goofy movie? Oh, it's hi, dad's, hey, dad, soup. Hey, dad, soup. Yeah. But hey, got, dad. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, dude. Remember that show? Hey, dude. Oh, yeah. Hey, dude. That was a good show. Yeah, I it think. was a weird. it was a weird choice that, like... Nickelodeon was like, "Hey, let's do a, a like a, a sitcom about a bunch of kids working on a ranch." Yeah, it was not as good as um, uh, salute your shorts. Salute your shorts was the better version. Goated. <laughs> we'll have to do a whole episode about salute your shorts. I would love that. We got to do the Flight of the Concords episode. I haven't forgot. I haven't either. I've been I've been taking a lot of Flight of the Concords media, as you know. Maybe that'll be our next the 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 one of the the post boner apps. Oh yeah, 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 that sounds good. Well, listen, this is from Under the Door Tree, obviously. Uh, Mick, we're going to be going over your playlist that you made for us. End of the Line Fallout Boy. A little eight-track number uh, from 2023. And do you want to just kind of go into it straight up, or do you want to go over the, the like the set list? No, let's just go track by track. Straight up. Let's do it. Okay. Well, then we'll go right to track one. It's Alpha Dog by the band Fallout Boy from the album Believers Never Die. And we'll play a little bit of that for you guys right now. Now you're a real alpha dog, Nick. 
How do you uh, how do you like this song? Well, it really spoke to me as someone who just goes and beats people's asses all the time. I know, I've seen it. Um, this song is. I think this song is pretty okay. It's 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 a little. It's definitely de ish. Yes, for sure. And it's got. I think it's a little bit of. I mean, I feel like we said this so many times with a million different songs. It's kind of. Folly Ado leading into Save Rock and Roll a little bit to me. Yes. With the melodies. Um, I think it's a good song. Do you like the song? I do like this song. It's it it it's in that weird, it's definitely transitional Fallout Boy. Yeah. You know, where they're just sort of like pop punk, but also like, you know, they're still playing their instruments, they're still, you know, a band, quote unquote, and it's not like just crazy dubstep stuff. We'll get into crazy dubstep song <laughs> later in this playlist. But yeah, this is still just pretty like heavy-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? Good guitar bass heavy pop uh-huh you know um i just love that it's you know a bunch of alphas you know they're just they're being <laughs> alpha dogs i want to take a second real quick yeah, i want to slow down just for one second yeah of course these are the last eight fallout boy songs we're gonna be able to do this yes. for until until like i mean you know there's more singles or a new record or something but this is right. like this is the end of the discography as we know it and next time we do this will be like new songs true i just got a little sentimental i was while i was doing this i was like man so was there any reason that you chose this song in particular? Like, no, as the, I went, as the opener. I mean. No, no, I went. Oh. Through, no, I went. I went through all the like everything that was on Spotify. Okay, and anything that wasn't like a remix. Yeah. So there, there are a bunch of like around the Mania era. There's a ton of remixes that we're just not going to talk about because, quite frankly, they're not very good. They're and not they interesting. Us, yeah. And they're like so. If you're looking for Mania era remixes on this, you're probably going to be disappointed. But these are like the last of like the original tracks. Like every one of these is like either an original track or like a cover. Right. Of course. So there is a, a couple, a couple of things I, I had with this song. Like I liked it, like I said, but there's a Patrick does this thing when he wants to go deep, and it doesn't sound <laughs> good. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Tell rock and roll. I'm alone again. My it's, my thoughts on that, like, if it were in the moment, I'd be like, why the fuck are you singing like this? But now that we're kind of, like, again, at the end of the you're line. You're just appreciating I'm everything. just like, it's so, why? why did, rock, yeah. It's weird. Why, why did you sing like that? I, it, I don't think, he's trying to go, like, baritone, but I just don't think he can do it. Like, it's just out of his range. So it just sounds like he, he like, sucked in a bunch of helium or, like, you know, you, you ever try to, like, not helium, I guess, because that'd be really helium high. Helium <laughs> Did you ever like you ever like smoke? You va- you are a vapor. You like to vapor every now. And I then. was not a vapor, but if someone had a vapor around me, I would I would automatically just be hard. like, "Hey, can I have that?" You'd be ripping it really fucking hard. If I had like half a sip of vodka and someone was around me and had a vape, I'd be like, "Hey, let me hit that." Hey, can yeah, I get that? You, you and I'd do it for the next seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, but you, you know when you, you take a big vape hit, and your your voice just sounds like weird, like Buffalo Bill. <laughs> it's like that. I don't I don't like that. Can we? I I hate that you. Put me on the spot like that. Yeah. A couple years ago, man, if if I even smell, if oh, I had bro, a, a I little bit you of had a problem, if I had a little bit of alcohol around me, dude, I could not stop vaping and I would just sit there. It was. It's, yeah, oh, I man. felt bad for fatty. You were just <laughs> killing his fucking battery and all of his. Va- he's just he's reloading the juice like every five minutes. because Yeah. Puffing it. And I would I would cash up him twenty dollars every time I did it. <laughs> I think one time I cashed up him like a hundred. Oh, would you actually you yeah. actually give him money? That's yeah, nice I give him a bunch of money. because nice. I felt bad that. Yeah, he was sh- making a profit. Yeah, you shouldn't feel bad. <laughs> no, I, I take it back. Don't feel bad for for that look we're we're children of a certain time we're like i don't you, were you ever into cigarettes you ever smoked cigarettes? I, smoked, I used to have like i, I had a really brief period yes you're you sicking me why cigarettes are icky nah they're cool dude what's cooler cigarettes or vaping cigarettes 
Nah, vaping is cool. Look at the big smoke you get. <laughs> that is true. You do get, dude. Could you imagine if cigarettes gave you that much smoke? That'd be fucking sick. Dude. That'd be insane. Doing cigarette tricks, like pushing like pushing clouds <laughs> and cigarettes. Just leaving big brown stains around your house <laughs> from all the cigarettes. You just, you just take like a you take a big drag off a cigarette and you push the cloud into like a big space. <laughs> you look like Elmer Fudd after like some like his his gun self destructed on him, where all the black tar was just, just all over his face, all over your walls. <laughs> Man, that would be great. That'd be fucking cool. If cigarettes could give <laughs> That's so stupid. If cigarettes could give you that much smoke, I would start smoking cigarettes this day one. <laughs> Dude, me too. Man. <laughs> That'd be cool, man. Pushing clouds, but it's yeah. just nicotine. I love it. <laughs> All right. Um, do you want to get into the nuts and bolts of this song a yeah, little bit? Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, this this is a quote from um, I don't have it written down. I assume someone from Fall Out Boy, probably Pete. Uh, this song describes the whirlwind of showbiz, ambiguity, ambigu- ambiguity, ambiguity, ambiguity between an artist's stage persona and their true self. The unpredictable seesaw of public responses. I'm not going to read this whole thing. Yeah. It's just another song about fame. God okay. damn. They he had loves s- it, though. They had so many fucking that songs was their, about fame was their muse. It, hey, fame. That's, that's the fucking I'm gonna, title to this episode. Yeah. Right? Fame is their muse. <laughs> um. There's a music video, but it's not worth mentioning because it's just a bunch of. I think on the the songs we're about to talk about on this playlist, there are three or so music videos where it's all the exact same thing. It's just yeah. old show footage and like spiced with new show footage. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what year this came out? It's 2009, right? It's after. It's right after fall. It's after Fall You Do. So okay, okay. Are you trying to get me on that no, one? I sound defeated because I, I knew I what year. I it didn't was. know. Ha, you idiot. 2009. <laughs> Um, oh, you know, I will say, we, and we meant to talk about this, and we probably should. Yes. Uh, a lot of the footage of this music video is the Fallout Boy jackass thing that we said we were going to talk about oh, and never uh, did. Yes. So then, like jumping through walls and kicking each other in the balls and That's stuff. That's cool, dude. We'll watch that. We'll watch that one day. Hey, did you watch Jackass Four? No. Oh, I wanted to watch that. I can't watch. I we uh, we might have talked about this already. I can't watch the jackasses anymore because they just it's poo poo. Is it not good? I heard four was good. No, literal. Like there's poo poo in it. Oh. I don't like seeing like human 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 doo doo and I, feces. And that like honestly getting bit getting hit by a car, bit by a snake. I don't really care. But when there's like poo poo in it, it, like that's what freaks me out. Okay. Stage not... terrorism. I don't mind that. But like when there's poo poo, that really really grosses me out. And it, it it almost turns me off the whole thing where I can't watch it. Really? Yeah. I had no idea that you were that uh, passionate about poo poo. <laughs> You, I, was, I used to be a poo-poo guy. Well, I mean... <laughs> you know, you, I used to be afraid of poo-poo. There was a point in, like, the late 2000s when you made your whole brand how much you hated poo-poo. Oh, yeah. That was my whole my whole shtick. But everyone, most... Well, most people hate poo-poo. They just don't hate it. They didn't They didn't Not make it their whole... as me. <laughs> I just don't want to watch cinema about it. Not like a scat movie? No. <laughs> That's why... We, we talked about Two Girls, One Cup. You remember we that? We did, yeah. yeah. Every weekend. We do. Um, Every whenever we watch it, we have little watch parties. Jesus, uh, there is a 2006 movie called Alpha Dog. Have you ever it's seen starring it? one Justin Timberlake, bro? <laughs> I've seen fucking Alpha Dog. I was shocked. I hadn't. This movie had gone mostly under my radar, but I've talked in other episodes about how this is. It came out yes. 2006, a time frame where I really was not consuming anything. Like I was, right. I, I just wasn't paying attention to like the, the mainstream at all. That's how cool I am. Yeah, um, totally. But yeah, the the. So you've never seen Alpha Dog? No, I'm it's, gonna. The, okay, the cast, Justin Timberlake, yep. Ben Foster, Emil Hirsch, Bruce Willis, Sharon Stone, Amanda Siegfried, Olivia Wilde, Amber Heard, Amber Heard Alan Thicke. Yeah, wow. it's a fucking star-studded cast. What'd you give the movie out of 10? 
It's, I mean, I've, I saw it maybe like six or seven years ago, that last time I watched it. Wow. It's a good, I mean, it's a good movie. How many times have you seen it? I've seen it at least three. Maybe two. Wow. Two, two maybe three. <laughs> not, not too many times. It seems like a really stupid idea for a movie, but I watched a trailer and it kind of seemed like an, like, like, okay. It's just one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, this is kind of a stupid, far-fetched, like, uh, plot. But it's like, oh yeah, I also forget that the main people that are doing this are teenagers, so they could yeah. absolutely do something this stupid. It's based on a true story. There you go. So if you haven't seen the movie, spoilers ahead. It's basically a, like some like rich drug dealers sell drugs to someone, and that someone doesn't pay, so they kind of fake kidnap the the someone's little brother, yeah, and then kind of end up befriending the little brother, and then they're like, we kidnapped him, we can't, like we're gonna go to jail. We have to kill him. We have to kill this kid. And then deciding whether or not they're going to kill the kid. And I'm not like, oh, it's our homie now. Yeah. And then like Amanda Siegfried gives them like a hand job at a pool or something or whatever. Um, I'm, these are just the cliff notes. It's not, it, it's, <laughs> I, I think if we, I think when I first watched it as like a teen, like an early twenties, I was like, oh, this is, this is a good fucking crime movie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean like if I watch it now, I'd be like, oh yeah, this is dog shit. So, yeah. You know. Pretty, pretty dumb movie, but also maybe not the worst movie ever made. What no, is the worst fun. movie ever made? Oh. Um, probably something by Neil Breen, Las Vegas local. <laughs> you ever watch any of the, we should, I told you, yeah, we yeah. need to watch the Neil Breen movies for like, you know, movie night. Yeah. We had a couple adult beverages over the weekend and we started talking about Neil Breen. Just kind of like, I mean, what is he? D D level filmmaker who made just that. like, yeah, he just makes his own stuff, but he's like, he's based out of Las Vegas. Yeah. I think he made all of his money on like on realty. Mm, and so like, all, all, of his, all of his movies are filmed in Vegas. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> if they're not using, like, stock footage. We'll post a clip of it on the, on the Instagram. I can't believe you killed yourself. I can't help you out of this one. <laughs> wow, you have the same range as the act as, 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 I was as Neil acting. Green. <laughs> Anything else on Alpha Dog? No. I don't give a shit about it. That song was fine. It's like, you know, it's, it's their, it's, it's the encapsulation of that era that you and I were not part of when it first came out. Yeah. You know? It has it has kind of like a folly ado melody to me, yeah. so or so I so I kind of like it. But yeah, other than song. that, it's it was, I just thought it was yeah, it's a fine song. It's a good song. It's like a solid seven song. Yeah, Did you get a seven. Hell yeah, a semi solid seven. Like a a half C seven. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You wanna go into track two? Let's fucking do it. All right. Also from Believers Never Die Greatest Hits, this is from now on we are enemies by the band Fallout Boy. Now, this is good Fallout. <laughs> do you like this more than Alpha Dog? I kind of do. I kind of like Alpha Dog more. I can see why you'd like Alpha Dog more. Though. But I also, like, don't really care. Like, they're kind of the same thing to me. Yeah. They're both, like, kind of sevens. They're just, like, they're... Two sides. Of, it's just different vibes. Yeah, they're both, like, 7.2s to yeah. me. Or one's a 7.3 and the other one's a 7.2, but... This is the song where it's, uh... Where I, well, I'm saying it's Pete, but it's Patrick singing it, but it's where Pete says, uh... I was a, a king without a crown until I was <laughs> before I was the age of ten or something. What was what the lyrics? It's like yeah, that's yeah. I was crowned before I had double digit in double, my birthday before yeah. my birthday with double digits. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of there's a lot of discourse online about what this song is about. Um, some people think it's about Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five. Oh, okay. Most people think it's about uh uh Mozart. <laughs> okay, I mean, no, well, I mean, hey, look, Pete's a movie guy. Yeah. He probably watched Amadeus for the first time. I think that's exactly what it is. I think, I think from from now on, we're enemies. Is a quote from from, from Mozart. Amadeus. I probably should have um, to Salieri. 
Yeah, yes, exactly. I was going to ask you if you've, if you've seen the I movie. Seen, you have a better memory for movies than I do. I have seen Amadeus. It is a very good movie. Derek loves Amadeus. Yes, super, super guest Derek loves it. Um, yeah, but it's like, it, I think it's supposed to be like, um, was it Salieri? Salieri, yeah. And, and Mozart is like insufferable because he, he's nine at some point in the movie. Yeah, he's like, he, he's a kid, yeah. Uh-huh. When he first meets Salieri and Salieri's like this kind of like high up, like professional musician. Yes. But, uh. Yeah, like it's the whole the whole thing is that this kid is like ungodly talented. He's just like a natural. He just knows how a piano works. Mm-hmm. It's this guy who hates him for it. I might be totally wrong about this, and I'm sure I'll fucking hear it aggressively from Derek if I am. Yeah, you're. I'm, I've noticed your flashlight's been on for the last five minutes. I didn't say anything. <laughs> <Get in> my <laughs> eyes. Um, I think it's like Salieri. Salieri says, "From now on, we're enemies," and he's talking to the sun. Be- oh, because he, that's when uh, Mozart wakes up and just makes his life a living hell. Uh-huh. I might again, if I'm wrong about I, it's that. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I don't remember specific lines from it. But yeah. Yeah, so um Yeah, that's that that's 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 from from now on we're enemies. It's it's another movie. It's another Pete Wentz referencing a movie. I would like to I would watch I want to watch Amadeus again to see if any any more stuff from the, these lyrics like actually kind of line up. Let's pause the movie and okay. watch the whole. Or let's pause the podcast and watch let's, the whole movie let's right now. Let's pause the podcast and start the movie. Let's pause. Okay. Let's 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 pause. Let's pause the podcast and watch the movie right now. Okay, and we'll be right back. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, you know, like we have <laughs> almost a girl got him or something. You know. Yeah. Uh, any any thoughts on the actual song itself? It's a good song. It's like a solid, like I said, it's a solid seven plus. Give, let me hear another five seconds of the song. Sure. Do you want to hear it from the beginning or where, where? I don't care. Where at? Okay. The well, 65% mark. Okay, perfect. That's where I'm at right now. These are always nice. Like a little, uh, what's it called? Uh, what is this called? I'm trying to, like, I'm not the musical term for it. Yeah, what is it It's called? like a reprise where you kind of, like, go back <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, fine song, uh, uh, but doesn't really like. I could have gone my entire life never hearing that Fall Out Boy song. It'd and, be fine. Yeah, yeah. The next song is great though. Now this is a big one. Now, listeners, you might recognize this song. It's a uh, Ghostbusters parentheses. I'm not afraid from the Ghostbusters reboot movie, starring <laughs> uh, Fall Out Boy. And, well, not starring Fall Out Boy, but no, with it was Out, yeah by Fall Out Boy and one <laughs> uh, Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Uh, this is Ghostbusters. This is a good song. <laughs> so what do you think about this song? Um, I want to plant my flag and saying I don't I don't I don't care about this song at all. And I, I think if someone gets like gets in a it's in a huff and a puff about it, I think you're just kind of wasting your time a little bit. Is this better than the Ray Parker Jr. song? No, not at all. Are you insane? <laughs> Do you want to play a little bit of the original? Bustin' makes me feel good. Yes, I will say that <laughs> Patrick and company are fucking cowards for not saying the line Bustin' makes me feel good. <laughs> I think they do say no, it. No, they, they go, the... Bustin' makes me feel... And he kind of trails off. Oh, does he really? Yeah, I was, oh, I I was looking I for that. it. Uh, this is Ray Parker Jr. Uh, Ghostbusters. Bustin' makes him feel good. <laughs> What a song. He's not. Did you ever hear the stuff about how they 
initially approached um, uh, Huey Lewis about doing the theme. I could see definitely see that. Yeah, they wanted Huey Lewis to do the theme song initially, and he said no. And so they just hired Ray Parker Jr. to do like a Huey Lewis impersonation. It absolutely sounds like Huey Lewis, <laughs> for sure. So enjoy it. Uh, Ray. Does Ray Parker have any other hits other than... Not really, no. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah, it's just basically this. Um, yes. How do you feel about the song in general? How do you feel about Missy Misdemeanor? Um, I think her, I think she was the best part of the song. She is, but it's a very like vanilla, like, oh, absolutely. It's, you know, it's for like a, you know, what is essentially a kid's movie. She's so phoning it, it in. Yeah. You know, um, although she does have a, no, oh, I'm getting a call right now. To oh, go ahead. And this call. <laughs> um, since you brought her up, can I read you, a, can I read you a line from her, sure, from, absolutely. Her, from her, some of her bars? Yeah. Um, so uh, this is me, this is me as Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Okay. They roll up to my house, my house. They knocking at my door, my door. They come busting in, killing on them all them ghosts. So she's, you know she's talking about the Ghostbusters, right? Of course. It's so strange in my neighborhood. Look out the window and it ain't too good. I'm so afraid. Let's get to it. Smoke these ghosts like backwoods. Okay. And you like weed, right? Oh, is that the backwoods? Yeah, okay. backwoods. Right, that's a weed thing. I don't. I've never heard the term backwoods, but maybe. I mean, you're probably trying to sneak it into the song because it's a, you know, it's a. Yeah, but soundtrack. you smoke ghosts like backwoods. Backwoods is like a brand of like, like, like. Don't you make? I've never oh, made boy. a blunt in my life. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm being real, real. Like, I didn't start smoking weed until it was like legal and easy to get here in uh, Las Vegas. So I'd never like I'd never rolled a blunt in my life. So you know we got to get Eric on some backwoods. It's you know I'm not a weed guy. It's I shouldn't know what backwoods are. You, you should do some back shots. <laughs> <laughs> yes please um yeah I, i'm pretty sure back backwards is like a kind of a weed slang hey you know listeners guests of this podcast let us know tell us inform us on what exactly backwards are because honestly i have no idea i think it's like a brand of weed maybe maybe like okay like a like a black and mild or like a rapper or something yeah maybe that makes more sense yeah it's that's, like, right. that's uh, what it sounds like to me okay have you ever have you ever smoked a blunt in your life i think so yeah i don't know what i don't really know what a blunt is if we're being is this like a weed cigarette yeah, it's like a joint, but maybe with like a cigar. So it's like more weed. Oh. Yeah. Wait, so there's like tobacco in it? No, they take that tobacco out. You just use the, the tobacco roll. So, oh. Like okay. a black and mild or something. Wait, is a, is a cigar roll made of tobacco? Yeah, like banana leaf. Or not banana leaf. I'm sorry, tobacco leaf. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. That yeah. never really clicked with me until now. It's okay. We're not big smokers. <laughs> well, you know, you like you like the chief. I love the chief. But you're like a like a mechanical chiefing. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I, well, I'm not doing, I don't, I don't smoke vape anymore. Cause it's like, I'm afraid it's going to give me cancer. And you want them big smokes. I want those big smokes. Um, in 2016, I want to say, uh, for the online publication, the verge, uh, Caitlin Tiffany wrote a column called fallout boy redid the ghostbusters theme song boy oh boy oh i'm gonna read just her first kind of sure. blurb from this feminine love the verge though yeah the band yeah um so this is kind of the opening the opening uh, uh paragraph she started with feminine feminism's greatest ally fallout boy has released a re-recording of the fallout boys theme song specifically designed to make you realize what could actually retroactively ruin a 30-year-old movie. Are you happy? Ugh. There was so much of this going around when this movie came out. Yeah. Like, just, like, incel-type men who were just so upset. That the... Wait, did a man write this article? No, a woman wrote it. Oh, okay. It, but it was kind of like every... It was just, like, collective, well, like, anti-womanism going on. Yeah. Exactly. Like, 
oh, you've ruined you ruined this thirty year old movie for me because now Kristen Wiig is in it. Like, who cares? Shut up. Here's the thing. It's like, yeah, the people that I I I think I can see why you're why rebooting a movie would kind of cheapen the original. And regardless of who you cast in it or what the whole premise of the reboot is, it kind of makes it feel like, oh, this is just a cash grab. But doesn't belittle the the like. I'm not gonna not watch Temple of Doom anymore because they keep turning out these fucking <laughs> shitty Indiana Jones movies. I don't see how it does cheapen the original at all. It like to me like like I don't like you don't so you don't feel like there's anything special about the first like say for instance like there was only the first six Star Wars or three Star Wars movies uh-huh. and they never did any prequels. Would you say that like it's like oh well. This is an untouchable franchise. They could they could never even try to remake these or do any kind of sequels. Well, I mean that's not really like it doesn't it doesn't lessen the brand of the originals to me that they that they remake it. I feel like it does. I feel like the more you add to something, you kind of dilute the original. I it's like it's like it's like how we say it, like um, and then this this is supposed to be my my media consumption, but it, it's <laughs> The Simpsons had ten perfect seasons of TV, right? And then does it not cheapen the but the fact that they had thirty like twenty seasons of shit? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? Does really? It cheapen it? Not really. I don't really. I don't. I guess I don't view it that way. Okay. Necessarily. You like, take away from when you have a, a larger amount of the whole. What was good about it originally is kind of lessened because there's so much of it more to compare it with. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's in- inevitable. Like yeah. just kind of in the in the world we live in, that like you have something that's good, and someone's gonna like try to make money off keep, it. Keep make keep making money off of it, and the bad will come. But to me. It's almost like testament to how good something is or how universal something is mm-hmm. when it gets rebooted, even though it is bad. Right. I don't know. That, that That's just me. Uh, you know, uh, feel free to um, uh, uh, let us know, guess, your your stance on this. But um, Can I do a, just like a quick like mini episode of media consumption real quick? <laughs> just like, like three minutes of your time. Sure. I have a lot more to talk about with this ghost. Yeah. This song, do, you, but we'll... so do you mind if I kind of just... <laughs> Shut, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm so, I really don't mean to. If you don't, if you want to go over it, uh, n- how dare you, um, uh, uh, break up this important stuff I have to say about 2016 Ghostbusters? No, please. Ray, Ray Parker Jr. is rolling in his grave right now. By all means, I know you are. You're probably somewhat aware. Uh, they rebooted Frasier, and it is now on the Paramount Plus network. It's pretty good. It's not bad. How do you feel about that? Pretty good. It feels pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I have not seen it. I have Paramount Plus. I don't know why. You should watch Frasier. I think because Sam watches her murder mysteries on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Uh, something like that. And so we ha- we have it. But I was thinking I, I would watch it. I saw he's wearing a karate gi. Yes. I, yes, he was wearing a karate well, gi. I think what? that's that's coming up to tonight. There's an episode tonight. So what did he? What did what did old Frasier dog do to himself to get him in that situation? Apparently, Frasier's also in this new series. He's just ungodly rich. Like he's like, oh yeah, I bought oh, this really? building. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like twenty years since the end of Frasier the sitcom. He just went on to become like this sort of TV host. So he's wow. like, crazy rich. Okay, and you watched these? Sh- I watched think the first good? two episodes. It's, okay. it's pretty good. Also, uh, how much time do we have left? Like a couple minutes? Like two minutes? Two minutes of your time? Oh, I mean, this is a two and a half hour podcast, so we can talk as long as we want. <laughs> so there was a uh, a video essay by one of my favorite YouTubers, uh, a guy by the name of Super Andrew Eye Patch. Tate. <laughs> yeah, uh, Super Eye Patch Wolf, and he talks about how The Simpsons is good again, and he's talking about how like the last couple years they've changed their writing staff and they've changed how they write The Simpsons, where it's pretty good again. So I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know if this is true or not. Like, I'll I'll be the judge. And I watched like three episodes that are on Hulu, like of like tw- season 24, 25. And it's like, it's not bad. It's better than like Bob's Burgers or like oh, wow. a, 
you know, like a, I guess Archer, maybe not, okay. Ar- maybe not Archer, but like Simpsons, it's, it made me laugh like audibly like three or four times. So okay. I was like, that's more than I could say about the last five or six years. I Simpsons. like Bob's Burgers. So, so it's uh, honestly, I, cause I've been watching Bob's Burgers and I was like, okay, well, let me, let me compare this to like a modern show that is good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this, I've laughed more watching the Simpsons than I have watching Bob's Burgers. So. Hmm. What that means for anybody means absolutely nothing. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, check out fucking The Simpsons. It's okay. okay again. Yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot. Give it a couple. Yeah, there's a there's a weird like. It's weird that they're that they're embraced moving into the current day because in my head, The Simpsons are still very 90s. So when Homer's making like emoji jokes, I'm uh-huh. just like, I don't understand. I think that, and this might be the old man in me. Yeah. I think that's one of the worst things the Simpsons did is started like when they're carrying around i like iPhones. And yeah, stuff like that. it doesn't feel right. They should be kind of stuck in a, a in certain a time. time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. I agree. But um, you know, it it I maybe we'll watch an episode like after the show. Yeah, the, maybe. The Whatever. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. You want to help me cook a Cornish hen? <laughs> sure. Okay. Do you know how to cook a Cornish hen? I'll just only for an indeterminate amount of time. I'll, I'll help you out. Okay. Uh. Ghostbusters. Do you have anything else for Ghostbusters? Uh, I'm not afraid. Just, um, I watched a video of the angry video game nerd, and of course he is ABG. Yeah, of course. Prototypical kind of guy who would get upset that they rebooted um, uh, Ghostbusters with all women, and he was complaining about how he was also complaining about like the special effects. He was like, okay. "Oh, the special effects in the '80s were better than the 2000, 2010s. Why is that?" And this is one of the examples he used. <laughs> So, hey, that's just, practical <laughs> effects, buddy. That's practical effects. I just thought this is the funniest screenshot. It's like, yeah, whatever, dork. Anyway, well, it's also the angry video game nerd. He gets he he's baiting everybody to to angrily watch his videos. He's like, a nerd. He's a nerd. Did you watch this 2016? Absolutely not. I saw it. Was it good in theaters? It's the one with like Paul Rudd, right? No. Oh, I was in a. That's another reboot, right? Yeah, I was gonna bring okay. this up. It's almost getting hard to keep track of how many Ghostbusters reboots there have been. But this is, yeah, this is the one where it's the four ladies. Okay. Uh, Kristen Wiig, Kristen Wiig, Leslie something, Leslie Nope, uh, Melissa something, McCarthy, <laughs> and uh, another girl who I can't even remember her first name. It's the one. It's Kate something. It's Kate, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. There yes. you go. Um. It honestly wasn't that bad of a movie. It just, it's, it's, I mean, Kate McKinnon's funny and so is, you know. Oh, all four of them are funny. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth McCarthy. Yeah, Elizabeth McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. She's great in Bridesmaids. All four of them are funny. It's geared a little bit towards like young teenagers, I think. Right. It's not really, it's, it's kind of hard for like an adult to watch. But if you go into that, like, oh, this is kind of like a kid's movie a little bit. Right. It's, it's better. And Here, well, Thor's the in it. Oh, Chris, Chris uh, Hemsworth. There you go. Okay. Here's the thing. The, okay, the first Ghostbusters movie, that's aimed towards kids, right? The first two. I was actually thinking about this. I'm not really sure. Because some of it is a little, like... Risque. It's it's funny that we talked about Star Wars. It's kind of like Star Wars. Yeah. It's like, it it almost feels like every age group should be able to take something away from this. And yes. I think that's why Ghostbusters is the original Ghostbusters. Like, Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, Indiana Jones. Star Wars, like, all these kind of, like, classic... The 80s were so great in making these movies that kind of, like, everyone should kind of be able to, like, these... Take something away. You know, honestly, even the bad Marvel movies kind of do that too. It's a little bit for kids, and it's a little bit for adults at the same time. Yeah, you know? it's a kind of mo- it's a kind of big dumb popcorn movie that everyone should just appreciate. So, do you feel like that that Ghostbusters did that, or they were they kind of aiming towards just teens? Because it's like that's where the problem is. It's like if you it's try a to... little bit too much. I thought it was a little bit too much for little kids, but oh. also like if yeah. you like who what am I going to do? I'm going to go on the internet and get mad about a movie for little kids. Who gives yes. a fuck? <laughs> yeah, I that's will. you. Yeah, yeah of I course will. you. Will. I'll do it. And how much you hate women. No, and how much you wish that they were just men again. You know I love the ladies. <laughs> ladies. Hey, ladies. Speaking of ladies. Yes. 
we have the next song on this on this playlist. I, I I'm I'm very glad you put this one on here. Um, <laughs> this is a song called "I Want to Dance with Somebody" (parentheses Who Loves Me) uh, by the immortal Whitney Houston, covered by the band Fallout Boy. Ah, uh, Whitney. Ah, uh, Houston. Bye. Remember, remember the show with her and Bobby Brown? No. Oh no. man, it's great. I only ever watched that. So that was I Want to Dance with Somebody Who Loves Me, covered by Fallout Boy. Mick, is it safe to say that, like, I was having this thought when I was, like, listening to this playlist. And I think when you're a musician, you get, like, you get, like, a memo from your management. It's like, hey, Fallout Boy covered you. You kind of, you like, kind of, you get, you kind of, I think, no matter who you are, you get kind of scared. You're like, oh, man, like, Patrick Simpson going to come and eat my lunch a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, oh, man, this guy's, like, one of the best singers yeah. around. He's going to, you know do better than my song with me at, uh-huh. do better at my song than I would. I think is it, is it, is it the fact that it's like Whitney's taken no, no L's like Whitney does not take yeah. an L and Patrick does not do really good on this song as in this cover specifically. Yeah, no, he does. I will say his, like we've talked uh, ad nauseum about how good his voice is. It doesn't really lend itself to this song. I don't think, um, it's his voice sounds great, obviously, but like I mean, when we talk about better vocalists than Patrick Stump, uh, it's not like a massive list, but I think Whitney Houston. But Whitney like, Houston is absolutely above. Yeah, so yes. that's like a you know, yeah, like it's like so yeah, she doesn't really have much to to, to worry about. On this yeah, one. Whitney Whitney stays winning. Uh, that yeah, that's that Whitney is Patrick's kryptonite. <laughs> I w- I don't even know why this song exists. I'm not even trying to be like like I'm not trying to be like uh like rude. I honestly don't know. It just it's it, it was on a spot. It gets a Spotify release. Yeah, it's like it's a it's released by like Spotify singles. It's like I don't even know what that means. And I tried to look into like what with the origin. And it's like I guess Spotify brought them into their their, their New York studio and they just did a cover of this. And yeah, it's just I, like, that's it. I think that's yeah. just, you know so. It's kind of a strange cover. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's just one of those things where it's like Spotify wants to get something ex- exclusive to keep you on the platform, mm-hmm. so they pay off artists to do special, you know, special stuff. It. It's not bad, but like, yeah, it's. Just, it's Patrick doing. It feels like it's just Patrick doing karaoke because mm-hmm. it's like you don't bring anything new to it, but also it's like the the band accompaniment isn't really going crazy either. Yeah. So it's it's basically the sonic. The song sounds very similar, only there's like a little bit of like kind of like electric guitar in there. Yeah, of course. They don't do a lot with like the the melody or the song or anything, and you know, so it's a fine song. Should we play a little bit of the original? Sure, hell yeah. This is "I Want to Dance with Somebody Who Loves Me" by Whitney Houston. Man, a true classic. Woo! What's your favorite Whitney Houston song? <laughs> um in the uh in the late 90s mm-hmm. she put out a record it wasn't like a like i'm back type record because i don't think enough time had gone by between i her think i know the song you're talking about the it's not, not right, right but it's okay but it's uh, that song whips ass dude <laughs> that song does kick ass can we listen, listen to a little bit of that yes here let me pull that up then. this song i want to feel like the main reason i know it i think it had a, it kind of had legs on trl for a little bit yeah like i, I feel that, like it was never like a number one trl song but it right. was it, well here's the thing it's like i feel like that was also happening at the same time as janet jackson because she mm-hmm. kind of did like a little comeback and she had that song where it's a. Uh, uh, get a nice package, all right. Guess I'm gonna have to ride it tonight. 
you've got a nice package. I guess I'll have to write it. I guess I'll have to write it. A quote yeah. from Eric Tillman. <laughs> yeah, that's from the album uh, My Love Is Your Love, 1998. Uh, here, It's Not Right, But It's Okay by Winnie Houston. That great 90s production. I know. Like, <laughs> I love it. It's probably why we like it a little bit more because... Oh, absolutely. The 90s was like a golden era for fucking R&B. Mm-hmm. I'll get to the chorus. Great. Amazing. <laughs> Songbird of our generation. Uh, in 1998, I think... When, when did you, what year was Velvet wrote by Janet Jackson? I think it was like 96, 97. Mm. I have no idea. Velvet Rope, Janet Jackson, 1997. Okay. Is that the name is that the name of the record this is on? Yes, Velvet. No, no, no. That this is the Janet Jackson album that I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Um Yeah, so it's like these sort of like popular like in the late 80s, early 90s mm-hmm. and then kind of like coming back as like, you know, sort of like your your first I guess it would be a, a first comeback. Yeah, I think in the late nineties there was this kind of thing where, you know, Aaliyah. Destiny's Child. Monica. Where like these young these young R and B like vocalists were kind of like having a moment and then Janet Jackson and Whitney Houston had to be like The oh, Old Guard. The old guard had to be like, all right, we're we, let let us show you how it's done. Hey, easy kids. And you and I were ten and twelve years old just, just laughing <laughs> it up. We're like, yes, queen. <laughs> These uh, you know, suburban white kids just yeah. being like, go off, go sis. off, Whitney. <laughs> Honestly, though, <laughs> I was. Um, but also, hey, we talked last week. You were like, what's a ten out of ten album? Velvet Rope by Janet Jackson is like a ten out of ten album. Okay, I don't think I've ever listened to a. You full... should. It's like a legitly. It's like really good. Okay, I'll give it a shot. Okay, I'll give it a Please, shot. You commit to that right now. I will. Okay. Um, you rest in peace, uh, Whitney Houston. Uh, Give your condolences to Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why did she, like, just change your name completely? Yeah, like Millie Brown. Yeah. I think Millie Bobby Brown is kind of cool, though. Not as a person, but I think her <laughs> name is cool, because I love Bobby Brown. Do you want to talk about Millie Bobby Brown for a second? I'd rather not, but okay. <laughs> I, I literally, I, I only know her as the fucking, like, the Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yeah, the Stranger Things kid, and I know that Drake was, like, creeping on her, but. Yeah, I mean, she's. It's. I, I'm pretty sure her family is like just kind of rejected her. Like she's one of these like, oh, I'm gonna. Her family's like, I'm gonna make you a a, a big a star. star. So it's kind of gross. Of course. So you know, she's, that's all. That's all I have to say about her. She's like the. Uh, she's like the baby Gronk of Netflix. <laughs> that's probably the most right thing you've ever said in your entire life. <laughs> do you want to? Do you have anything else where I want to dance with somebody? Or you want to go next to them? Uh, when people talk about like the great musical acts yeah. named after like locations. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, Chicago, Chicago, um, Europe, New York Dolls. No one ever brings up Whitney Houston <laughs> or Marcus Houston, for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was just a weird thought I had while I was listening to this. Like Whitney Houston is probably the, the best musician whose name is also a location. I don't Absolutely. know why I think about that kind of stuff, but like uh, I didn't even think you realize it. But yeah, you're right. Her name is a location. So that's that. Chicago. I read I read a whole bunch about her um, untimely and unfortunate death, but yes. we're not going to talk about that in the podcast. Yeah, please don't bum me out, bro. Shout out to old WH. Shout out to Bobby Brown. <laughs> yeah, him too. Did you we, remember when we watched the the Whitney Houston Bobby Brown like uh, documentary? You I and we, I did that. Yeah, I think we watched it during the pandemic. No, <laughs> I maybe I wasn't there. I must have been at work. Maybe no. Uh, why would I be at work during the pandemic? It's just well, you ever watch? If you ever watch it, it's like well, it's probably it's pretty heavily like. 
uh, insinuated that like Whitney Houston was like a closeted gay woman, and she oh, wow. she had like a like a personal assistant who was like her best friend for years. Her name was like I think Robin, and um, she was just like yeah, like they're like it's like they're they're lovers, and her family is like no, you have to be married to Bobby Brown, who you fucking grow to hate. Anyways, I want to be careful about the way I say this. Robin sounds like the name of a lesbian woman. I think you're safe saying that. I think you're. I'm not like I'm not trying to be any. I'm not no, trying to be not controversial. I'm not joke. Robin. It's like if I met a Robin, I'd be like, mm. eyebrow raise. <laughs> anyway, let's let's. Oh, I should say, Sam. Uh, I think Sam loves Whitney Houston and hate this song and hates this song. So shout out. To it's Sam. kind of overplayed. I get. I get yeah. it, but it's still a great song. Anyway, uh, next song is track five. City in a Garden from the Lake Effect Kid EP by the band Fallout Boy. Real uh, storyteller vibes in this song. Yeah. <laughs> I, like part of that. I like the bra- like the uh, the pre-chorus is good. Enjoy it while you can. Look, the Cubs, deep dish pizza, <laughs> the Bears, uh, Chicago beef sandwiches, right? Isn't that what hot Chicago beef? Chicago hot beef, um, the Windy City, Michael Jordan, the '90s Bulls, uh, Mike Ditka, Mike Ditka, the Bears, the Bulls, <laughs> Chicago, we love you, Chicago. Um, yeah, I mean, this song is just a love letter to Chicago. Honestly, Lake Effect Kid, the entire EP. The EP, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm glad that we that we got Lake Effect Kid um, out of the way a couple episodes ago, because that is truly, like, one of the best, one of, like, the ten best Fall Out Boy songs, period. It was like a, a breath of fresh air. Like, coming, like, you know, being held underwater mm-hmm. against your will. It's <gasps> it great. City in a Garden, okay song. Again, kind of suffers from, I could never hear it again, yeah. and I wouldn't, wouldn't. Wouldn't mind. You, you feel the same way? It's sort of, it's like peaks and valleys. Like yeah. the song is structured in peaks and valleys. So it's like, it gets kind of boring and it feels kind of long. Uh, but the song is fine. It, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a six, like a six. Yeah. It's a six song. Um, the city of Chicago's official model, motto, herbs in orto, which is Latin for city and garden. Ah. Uh, contrary to po- popular belief, there were almost no gardens in the, in the Chicago area when it was first founded. The Garden State. Chicago. <laughs> when this the song is obviously a love letter to, to Chicago, um, but I think it was mostly in, like kind of inspired leading up to the really f- the first really field performance they did in like right, 2019. Yeah, yeah. Um, what year did the the did the the Cubs win? I think it was 2016. Was it? I think okay, we so talked about this. Kind of we talked about this a couple that. episodes ago too. Okay. Um, do you think the mayor of Chicago was at the Wrigley Field <laughs> Fall Out Boy show? Which one is the mayor of Chicago? That crazy looking lady. <laughs> oh, with the big bug eyes. Was she still a Chicago mayor back then? I think so, yeah. I think she only got like um unseated in like 2020. Yeah, like not too long ago. Um Yeah, Chicago. Do you know who she looks like? <laughs> I'll say not fair. <laughs> but you've seen Howard Stern. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Anywho's. Um I'm not gonna comment on that. Do you have any you don't have anything else for City in a Garden? Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. Go off, sis. Uh, again, a love letter to Chicago. Um, I'm almost positive all three members of Fallout Boy still li- live in L.A. currently. None of them live in Chicago. Okay. Uh, not trying to give them shit, but just saying. Hey, like, man, look. you had to. It's imagine like if you had to move there for work. Yeah. You know? Of course. You'd still always be a Las Vegas guy. You wouldn't be writing songs about Idaho, wherever the fuck they move <laughs> you. Um, except for Andy, who lives in Portland. I'm pretty sure. I think that makes sense. Um, 
I, actually, I you know I w- when we had James on the show, I wish we kind of held his feet to the fire a little bit because I feel like he mentioned something offhand about like Andy like living in a compound, <laughs> and I was like, hold on, that kind of like it kind of activated my monkey mm-hmm. brain for a second, but I kind of forgot about it. But it, like it does seem like Andy would be sort of like a weird like leftist prepper. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I just I kind of wanted to kind of expand on that a little more. Maybe I'll reach out. So James, so, shoot me a DM. So I uh, yeah, I, you you are leading right in. I did kind of do a little bit of research of where Andy lives. Oh okay. He has a vegan restaurant in Portland, <laughs> like a vegan like that he like kind of co-founded. Yeah. It's supposed to be kind of like they will even advertise it's like kind of like punk rock right uh, vegan restaurant. Su- sounds super cool, honestly. Yeah. Sounds very Portland. True. Um. So I was like, oh, yeah, he must live in Portland. And so I was doing research about, like, kind of where, where where does he live? Like, he's just in, like, like downtown Portland or whatever. I know it's kind of creepy, but, you know, I'm kind of a creepy guy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm going to look up his girlfriend. Address. Oh. Oh, yes. So we, I don't, we haven't talked about her a lot, this Meredith Allen. She, yes. We talk, we've brought her up a little bit. She is, like, the kind of, like, the main – she's one of the main kind of uh, figureheads for Emo Night. Yes. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to find out where Meredith Allen lives. If I can find that out, I'll find out where Andy lives. Uh-huh. Wow, okay. This is going somewhere, I swear. So I started doing some research on her, and I found out that she was in Millionaires, the band Millionaires. No, she wasn't. Well, Was she really? Well, it depends on how you look at it. Okay. She was not not a past member of Millionaires. She joined Millionaires two months ago. No, shut the fuck up. I, I, I... I (laughs) Gabby, if you're listening, it's Millionaires. We're talking about Millionaires. Uh, Millionaires just got paid. Let's get laid. Let's get fucked up. Give me my alcohol. Um, Again, for the uninitiated, I think we've talked about this before. Um, They were like a very, very scenester band in the late 2000s. When you can call it a band. It's like two steps up from Rebecca Black. Yeah, exactly. Um, But apparently they still play shows. And apparently uh, she joined the band like two months ago in June. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I looked up like like what does she do and it just says vocals. I mean that's all the band is. <laughs> None of them play instruments. There's I mean I th- they used to have like a DJ or like a synthesized orchestra player. Uh-huh. Like um but yeah, uh, that's uh that's our little that's uh, the Andy Hurley update. I'm not casting any sh- Look, I mean look, who uh, who cares? If it I sounds could, like we're it if, sounds if you and I were offered to be like, "Hey Eric and Mick, do you want to be a millionaires?" <laughs> we'd be like, "Yeah, ob- absolutely." I'd be like, "I just got paid. Let's get laid." <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm very curious. I, I, like, I, uh, I want to kind of see what current millionaire shows look like. Maybe it's a different experience. Maybe. Who knows? Um, you know, they have to grow as artists and millionaires. (laughs) So yeah, that's it. You know, Chicago, we love you. Portland, we also love you. Yeah. I mean, I, the one time I went to Portland, I was like, "Eh, I can take it or leave it. But (laughs) you like Chicago. I've never been to Chicago. Or not Chicago. You like Portland. I, uh, not really. <laughs> I like that there were so many burger places or steak places. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we had a good time when we were in Portland. The food was great. I think, I feel like the, the only thing that was positive for me was the food. Yeah. We had good food. I mean, uh, I think we just had a good time just being like scumbags and drinking and we running around the scumbags. city. Scumbags. Yeah. It was nice. We found that weird, um, uh, I, r- 90s rap themed IPA bar where everyone was WIPA. Shout out to you guys. They're probably listening right now. I think they're probably closed down right now. Oh, that's probably true. (laughs) Yeah, I remember I went to. I was like, oh, Derek and David got a shirt. I want a shirt. And so I got. We walked to this bar called Bar Maven. It was like a trailer, Uh and I was like, do you guys have any shirts for sale? Here you go, kid. Thirty bucks. Um, that Portland trip. What year did we go to Portland together? I want to say 2014. I um. 
I was just wandering the streets by myself to, at one point, uh-huh. and I walked into a uh, uh, like a comic book store slash game store. Okay, and they were doing a magic draft. Oh, Wa- you, and too, I so so too late, you know. You- and I started freaking out. I was like, I like, I was like, because I was also kind of drunk, and I was like, can I just initiate? Can I do this with you guys? And I was like, no. My brain is like, you have to leave right now. Oh stop, no! Stop being weird. And it was honestly, it was the right decision. I shouldn't have been bugging those like um, two a.m. Portland nerds yeah. like in their in their magic draft, you know. So, well. Next time. We yeah. should go to Portland. We'll find that same place and we'll draft there. We're going to go to Portland and we're going to find Andy and we're going to show up in front of his compound. Get fucking blasted, <laughs> bro. All right. Next song. All right. This song is City. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the next song is Super Fade uh, by also on Lake Effect Kid uh, by the band Fallout Boy. This is not probably the best song, the best part of the song to get onto, but uh. So, I hate this part. This is the worst part of the whole song. This fucking like, you know, you get, you know, it's it's Patrick singing, and you you can enjoy it, but you get this dubstep fart like every minute and a half, like right in your face. This is probably the point in the podcast where we can kind of uh, expedite some 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 time, I guess, like. It's just not a very good song. I well here I, I I like some of the lyrics in the song, but this weird like breakdown dubstep thing is like very bad and kind of hard to listen to. It's hard to take seriously and like I find myself reaching for the skip button whenever it's on. Like yeah. when I play this at the at the gym or whatever. It also yeah it, it has the same issues that Mania had where like sometimes when they go into like these electronic parts it like. It, it's clear that they're not very well done electronic yeah. dubstep parts, so it's just like it sounds like a mess. Here's the thing: it's I, I feel like this songs like this and songs from Mania. They uh, you remember that that Will Smith meme where he's doing the whole like he points to Jaden or he's mm-hmm. like presenting, or I think it's to, to Jada. Oh boy! Oh wow! <laughs> We're in the shade room right now. Um, it's like they have like a new dubstep thing, and they want they're like, hey, look, we did dubstep, and it's mm-hmm. like here it is. It's not like woven into the song it's sort of just like copy and pasted into the song yeah it's 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 a mess it's mm. it, it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like a real song it, 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 it this song can catch a super fade from me <laughs> yeah thank you absolutely <laughs> this is a bad fallout boy song i very rarely go out of my way and go out of my way and say this is like a bad song i don't think we go out of our way we we're pretty we're pretty easy <laughs> to give out those titles but uh what would you what would you rate this song a one really yeah i'd say it's at least a three Maybe I changed my mind. It's a two point four. Okay. How do you feel about the Jaden and Will thing going on? What's going on with that? <laughs> um, I, 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 I can't hear. You're anymore. like you're like that bald bitch. I can't hear anymore, man. I don't. I don't. I don't want to. I please. I'm sure. Well, put me on sure, my fucking is, misery. Is, well, uh, Sam is very dialed into to to celebrity gossip. Is she? Uh-huh. Is she just talking your ear off about it or? I think Sam follows a little bit of celebrity gossip, but I don't think she. I think she's honestly I think she's kind of separated herself from a little bit from that, oh, okay. you know. So I think if I asked her about this, she'd probably get angry and be like, "I don't know and I don't care." Okay, okay thank you. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, do you have anything else for Super Fade? No. Let's tear, let's go into track seven then. Dear future self, hands up, featuring uh, Wyclef Jean by the band Fallout Boy. Now what? Now what Pixar movie is this in? 
<laughs> Could be any of them, honestly. Because it sounds like a fucking Pixar soundtrack song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you not like the song? No. I think Wyclef Jean is fine. I love I love the Fugees. I love Wyclef Jean. Uh, I don't... This is like... When Fall Out Boy wants to just be pop as fuck, like that, you get songs like this. Yeah. Where it's just, it's super fast and it's just Patrick screaming the entire time. This is not, it's not good. I'm going to say this. Um, there are two more songs. You love this song. There are two more songs that's on this playlist. This one and one more. And I think I, I went. There's there's one more song. Well, yeah, I said this one and one more. Oh, I'm so sorry. Please. Dickhead. I'm gonna. I'm. I went all out on these last two songs. You went all out because I feel like I'm. I like. I started feeling like this is the end. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I have to do as as an insane amount of like filler slash research on these. Okay. Um. At first, I thought this was that Megan Trainer song. Do you know who Megan Trainer is? I know who Megan Trainer. Dear future husband. I've. I don't know that song. Do you want to play it real quick? Sure. Let me pull it up. It's a horror. It's like the most normcore. I, if if you're out there and you like Megan Trainer, I I apologize. It is like the most normcore music. Dear Future Husband by Megan Trainer. She's the all about the bass girl. Yeah, it's like this weird kind of like duop, ultra crackerfied duop music. Okay. Oh, it's like like fifties esque kind of. Yeah. It's like pinnacle, like white feminism, like type, just. Ugh, wait, wait, socks. It's a white feminism, like, yeah, it's like this, this kind of like performative, like we're pro woman, unless. Oh, is that what stuff. the song is about? I didn't hear any. Like, is it the lyrics? No, no, like, no. Just like I wouldn't say that she like her music embodies that. I just think that's the kind of like clientele that she attracts. Like, oh, okay. Um, dear future self, we watched this music video in 2019. Do you do you remember this? Absolutely not. So Eric and I and our group of friends used to do this YouTube. We, I mean, we still do it. YouTube night. YouTube night. And I think there was probably one night where we had some adult beverages and we we watched this video. And I think we was we sat there in the silence, just being like, "What the fuck is this?" We what? watched Dear Future Self. Yes. Oh. Um. You tell me what happens in the video, so I maybe kickstart my memory. So the music video is the boys and they're eating ice cream. Oh yes. Okay. And it's a the Turkish ice cream trickster. Yeah. We, <laughs> yes. Yes. Of course. Um. And that's it. It's just it's just a guy doing the ice cream trick, and then they they eat ice cream and they kind of like lick the ice cream and they make a funny face. Yes, it just goes on for three for months. months. You refer to that as the ice cream song or the ice cream video. Yeah, I you did. only call it the ice cream because I couldn't remember the name of that. I said yeah. like we we gotta talk about the ice cream song. Yes. Um. Uh. Come to find out, in the music video, it's not even shot specifically for Fallout Boy. They pulled it from another YouTube video. I don't know if anyone cares about this, but it's like not the music video is not shot for Fall Out Boy. It's one. It's shot for the 2019 GoPro Awards. Okay. I know, but it's Fall Out Boy. Like Fall Out Boy's in the video, or is not it? in the not in the Turkish ice cream part. Okay, not at all. So it's just it's just random shots of this guy doing the Turkish ice cream yes. thing, and then it's other shots of Fall Out Boy and White Clef Jean. And White Clef isn't even in the video. Oh, okay. Look, I warned you guys. I'm going super, super That's deep. Okay. On this. Please do. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so in 2019, uh, GoPro, the brand GoPro, of course, yes. held like this award for like a this uh, kind of a uh, send us your best videos, and this won the best video for like travel or some some bullshit like that. Okay, and they just took the video and made it like their music video. And this asshole probably got a big fucking paycheck for his YouTube good channel. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Um, this song samples "Hands Up" by Ina. I N N A. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you want to play it real quick. Hands up. Yeah, by Ina. Ina. I N N A. Ina. 
let me have that. <laughs> um, she's like a, a Romanian kind of Euro pop singer, but also like channels a lot of like dance hall and kind of like uh, like I guess reggaeton like stuff. Eric's trying to find I- it right N-N-A? now. Yeah, but hands song- up, hands up by she does I have a song called Hands Up on Spotify. I have listened to the song on Spotify, Eric. Do you know what the album is called? No. What year did it come out? I don't Yo? know. <laughs> Inna, 2015. Let's see if it's on here. There's Heart Drop. I don't see any hands up. Maybe it's Hearts. I don't know. Just play any I-N-N-A song. Okay. Heart Drop by Inna. Sorry, Eric couldn't find them. Well... This is good. I was going to say, I thought you might like this. I don't hate this. Yeah, so she's like a Romanian, like, like Europop. I love Europop. <laughs> but she also kind of, like, takes a lot of, like, influence from, like, dance hall or whatever. So it makes sense that, like, Wyclef would maybe, like, she would be on, like, Wyclef's radar. Um, I found Hands Up by Inna. Can I play that? <laughs> yes. This there's is, no song called Hands Up. There's This is called Hands Up by Inna. Oh, right here, yeah. Yeah. This is good. I figured you'd like it. I'm just kidding. I don't think this is good. <laughs> uh, I like Eurodance. I love, like, uh, you know, Initial D music. That's what I love. Yeah, I know you. I know how you how you feel about the Initial D soundtrack. I love it. Initial D's nuts. Thank you. Write my initials on those nuts. Uh, Wyclef John, can you name the three members of the, of the Fugees? Praz. Why you got the hardest one out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know I know the Fugees, bro. Uh, Haitian-born rapper Wyclef uh, relocated to Newark, New Jersey, and uh, the, the Praz, Lauren Hill, and himself. Formed. Did you guys, you, you, have you been around Newark, New Jersey? It's a shithole. I have, and I actually have another a thing about Newark I want to bring yeah, up. Yeah, bring it up, bro. Why, uh, why, uh, the Fugees and Whitney Houston are both from Newark, New Jersey. Isn't that crazy? Is she from Newark? Yeah. I, I, I thought she was from Houston. Lots of love. <laughs> Why did you think that? I don't know. Um, oh, man. I did way too much for this. Okay. That's okay. So in the process of doing um, research for the Fugees, I came across the 1998 record Sesame, St- Sesame Street Elmo Palooza. <laughs> Okay. I'm not gonna read off the entire uh, album, tr- the like all the tracks, but I'm gonna uh, give you a couple. Sure. So track three, uh, Count von Count, featuring the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Oh, okay. Um, uh, track four, Nearly Missed by Elmo and Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, track she five. She was always do- he was always doing stuff with Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> remember back in the day? Yeah, they 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 had the same energy. Um, Fuji's have a song on this with the entire Sesame Street cast called "Just Happy to Be Me." Okay. Um, Steven Tyler has a song by himself. Of course he does. Why don't you go to track eight, bro? Uh, Kermit the Frog and Jimmy Buffett. R.I.P. <laughs> um, we'll, 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 maybe we'll do a, a track by track on that album. Rest in uh, power, one Jimmy. Day. Um, I like that Steven Tyler has a song by himself. That's very, the most Steven Tyler thing you can well, imagine. Well, like, I mean, he probably kicked also the grouch out of the, out of the, out of the, uh, the, the recording studio because yeah, he wasn't, wor- God, we hate Steven Tyler. He's the worst thing to come out of Boston. Look, I have one more thing to bring up about this. Ooh, Kenny Loggins is on this. Yeah. <laughs> I love Kenny Loggins. 
if you have not already listened to uh, Wyclef John has a solo record. I don't. I, I'm. This is the one thing I didn't do the research on the name of the record. But he has a song with The Rock called "It Doesn't Matter." Oh, I know that song, bro. Because I showed it to you. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> okay, um, bro. I I had a friend who was way into The Rock, and he made he fucking played that shit all the fucking time. Uh, who was it? His name was Mick. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Do you want to play a little bit you of know, that Mick- song? Do you want to talk about like you know who t- who showed who who what you know who whoever <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, we love Wyclef John. We love The Rock. We love we love the fact that you need to shut your mouth and know your role <laughs> and shut your Rudy Poo candy ass. Um, this is to me the 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 definitive Wyclef John song. Uh, Eric is pulling it up right now. It Doesn't Matter, featuring Dwayne Johnson and Melky Sadek. I don't know who the fuck Melky Sadek is. I vaguely remember him. Oh, I've like... got a Melky Sadek. I gotta go to the fucking VA hospital. <laughs> so Wycliffe John is a avid wrestling fan. Oh, okay. So he wrote a song called It Doesn't Matter and had The Rock do his patented... It doesn't matter. Does that sound like The Rock? Yeah, that's a, it doesn't matter. It's like, it's it's the call and response. It's the, the Rock had to, you know, The Rock saw that Stone Cold was doing the whole what thing. Uh-huh. And he needed something <laughs> like that as well. Um, Wyclef John and The Rock's song, It Doesn't Matter, samples a uh, British DJ called Long ZD, who specialized in doing like ska and dance hall and various like Jamaican music dance remixes okay that's it that's it how do you feel about the <laughs> dear future self then? how do you bring this back to fallout boy and the song doesn't really bug me to be honest no? i don't I, it doesn't it, to me personally it doesn't strike me as like this like overwhelming dumb pop hit the same way it does to you although i respect the fact that that's what it sounds like yeah in your opinion okay do you have anything else for? Do you want to go to the to the final track? No. Do you have anything else you want to say about it? It doesn't. It it, or... it doesn't matter what I want to say, Mick. No, Sorry. no. I think I know the song. I isn't. It's not a good song. I to me. Again, it's yeah. A lot of these songs are are just kind of like filler songs. That's I, why it took so long for us to get to them. I feel like for for this playlist, you you front loaded it pretty hard. There's a lot of good songs at the beginning, but at the end, it kind of a diarrhea fart. Okay. Let's go to track eight, Bob Dylan by the band Fallout Boy. It's a song about rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> These boys are rockers. A little like a, a little uh, black keys here. Yeah. They were very they were the rock and roll boys of the time. In fairness, I just this is kind of chronological. Is this like the uh... the whole the way I did this playlist was oh, chronological? Oh, I see. So that's okay. why that's why you don't like the <laughs> the last. Couple oh, that's of songs. okay. Fair. I was not aware. What do you think about this song? I like it. I it's, think, yeah, I think it's, it's not a okay. Song. Yeah, it's not a bad song. Yeah, it's it's like the boys being like, "Hey, this is our our inspirations, our our kind of call outs to the people mm-hmm. who inspired us, and yada yada." There's a fun little synthesizer thing going on, and yeah. and it it sounds okay. Yeah, it's good. I think um, besides the fact that it's named Bob Dylan, is there anything else that Bob you... Dylan? Bo- Ooh, Bob Dylan. Uh, do you have any thoughts on Bob Dylan? 
I, you big Bob Dylan guy? I, I had a Bob Dylan period. I think like I, I think all like 21-year-olds yeah. do. <laughs> so like, you know, like freshman year of college, I was just like, I was like, oh man, like this is this is real music. It's just some guy who can't sing, just <laughs> plucking away on a guitar. Um I like Bob Dylan songs that are in uh, the Big Lebowski, though. Those are my those are my favorite Bob Dylan oh, songs. Yeah. Like the electric Dylan stuff. So I'm glad you brought that up. Um in nineteen seventy-eight, uh Bob Dylan uh, had a live at, excuse me, I butcher this, uh, Budokan. Oh, in Japan. Yes. Budokan. Yeah, that's a sumo, uh, a sumo stadium. Okay. The Budokan. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he he released a live record there. It's uh. But recently they started like re-releasing like remastered versions. Uh huh. And even just this like this year in 2023, they uh, released a remastered single of "The Man and Me." Ooh, I love that song. The song, the song from from the Big Lebowski. Yeah, I'm gonna show Eric the cover of this single. Doesn't this look like a like a teenage romance anime? Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's, like a, it's, a, it's an anime ending op. Yeah, where it's just like we, I, a well, tranquil. Yeah, we'll have to post this. It's Bob Dylan with a bunch of sakura leaves. Yes, of course. Cherry blossoms for the uh, for those baka guy gins out there. Do you want to play uh, if Man you, and Me? The, if, yeah, it, it should be one of the first things that pops up because again, it's like a 2023 remastered oh, yeah, right. single. I pull up the single. Okay, yeah, this is the Man and Me live at Nippon Budokan Hall, Tokyo, Japan, I think the original's better. I went through a phase, like, like you said, in my early 20s, or yeah, my early 20s when I was really into Bob Dylan. I'm still really into Bob Dylan. Yeah. Um, born Robert Allen Zimmerman, May 24th, 1941, in Duluth, Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, like you kind of mentioned, big controversy because he's like a folk artist, and he yeah. kind of was one of the people to start using like electric guitars, and yes. like and people hated him. People hate. They got lambasted. Very him. angry. What a bunch of dorks. Hey, uh, the man in me. That's uh, you on a Saturday night. <laughs> um, if you're trying to get into Bob Dylan, I suggest uh, John Wesley Harding. The record that's kind of like my favorite Bob Dylan I record. Blonde on blonde. That's the kind of the, the generic go to. I think they're both good answers. Yeah, pound it. Donk. Uh, um, I can I can bring this home. I can land the plane on this. Land um, the plane. They released a music video for this song. Uh, it's a '78 version. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, I, uh, Fall Out Boy. Oh, Fall Out Boy. Remember okay. that? <laughs> yeah, I remember Fall Out Boy. So Fall Out Boy, it's a animated music video, and basically what happens in this music video is like this guy he wishes he was famous. He gets sucked into. He's taking a bath. Okay. He gets sucked down the down the drain. He becomes a big rock star. And then, and it's again, it's a throwaway animated music video. But I'll tell you this, and I'm we're not we're not the first person to have this conversation. I've seen other people talk about this. Yeah. So during this music video, he's trying to get the attention of a girl, and while he's sitting in the bathtub, he's like, "Hey, do you want to hang out?" And like while he's a big rock star, he's texting this girl, um, just trying to like get her attention. Yeah. The name of the girl he's texting uh-huh. is Stardust. Oh. Wow. It was all planned. It was all planned. Four years ago. Wow. I did not. Interesting. So um, much for Stardust. Exactly. Yeah. Like the album that just came out. You get it. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Um, that's all I've got on the song uh, 
Bob Dylan by Fall Out Boy. Do you think it's cheesy when when uh, rock and roll guys do like a song called Bob Dylan or like they're like, oh, this is my song. It's called Roy Orbison. Ooh, who do you like better, Roy Orbison, or Bob Dylan? Uh, I love Roy Orbison, but I like Bob Dylan more. Fuck you, bro. No, you shut up. You, you. Oh my god. Sorry, bro. You you think you like Roy Orbison more, but you like Bob Dylan more. Mm, I like some Bob Dylan songs a whole lot. I like a lot of Roy Orbison songs a lot, a lot. You like three Roy Orbison songs a lot, and there are like twenty Bob Dylan songs that you that you like. Well, here, here's the thing, though. Much a phenomenal songwriter. There are probably twenty songs that I like that were written by Bob Dylan that I did that are not being performed by Bob Dylan. That's true. That's true, right? That's very true. That's true. But uh, yeah, so that is our our playlist. End of the line. Fallout Boy. We've covered everything. We've run the gamut. I'm exhausted. We're 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 here. We've we've finally we've become the the prolific podcasters. We've covered. Everything about Fallout Boy. My headphones just made like a weird noise. Did you hear that? Did it make like a static no- noise? No, I didn't hear it. Oh no, it's just be me. No. Um. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I, I'm glad we did this again. We we're completionists, and I uh I I really put my whole Bob Dylan into this into this <laughs> the end of this. Yeah, you did. You and I thank thank you again. Like I'll put this out to the to the listeners if you guys want to follow along when this comes out on Monday. Um, I feel like it really put the kibosh on Fallout Boy. Do you want to talk about what our plans are for the future? <laughs> we have no idea what the future, Conan. <laughs> um, you know what? Let's take a break. Okay. Let's let's refresh our beverages, our bevies, and let's reflect on the fact that we've now gone over essentially every Fallout Boy song ever, and talk about what we're gonna do in the future. I think that's a great idea, Nick. And I think that we should go out <laughs> listening to this banger. By the band Paramore. And we'll be right back. What a song. And we're back. This is From Under the Door Tree, and this is 1985 by the band Cabeller Talk. What the fuck is this dude? You like Cabeller Talk? I've never heard of Cabeller Talk. It's like a it's a Norwegian black metal band. Okay. But they they have like it's like a 70s like classic rock instrumentation. Okay. Cabeller Talk's a good band. It's like a good time. Yeah, it's a good it's a good song. And they're just like Swedish guys who just talk about like Odin came down and had beers with Cabeller Talk and like <laughs> it's very like 80s glam rock rock and roll. Okay. That's, that's cool. your vibe. You're like an 80s glam rock dude. Hey. <laughs> shout What's out to Fonzie. Shout out to Fonzie. Um, Henry Winkler, we love you. Look, I just want to apologize for the last segment. I got very like I like I was I realized I realized this is the last time that we're gonna be able to go deep diving it's, into Fallout Boy. It's songs. not the last time though. But it's like kind of it's the last time that it's where we will be able to go back every time in the future we'll be looking forward. Okay. This is the last time I'm looking back. I I don't think honestly, bro. I think they they have so much stuff, and they have like we could do an episode of just about Fall Out Boy TV appearances. You know what I mean? Like, there's I think I don't I think that you're kind of putting too much weight on the the be- finality of this. I just hear like, people unsubscribing from this well, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, well, yeah, I mean, there's more Fall Out Boy coming. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, no, but I think I mean I feel like there's always something to mine. There's they they they're content machines, regardless yes. of like when it's happening, like. 
we can go back and find something from 10 years ago and just deep dive into that. So yes, I think that yes, yes. The, the finality is not as serious as you might think it is. I get nostalgic about these kind of things. That's I get emotional okay. about these That's kind of things. Hey, you know, so. you're, you're crying. That's why you put your sunglasses on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very... I'm crying. Hey, buddy. It's going to be okay. I'm crying. Remember that song, I'm Not Crying by Flight of the Concords? <laughs> of course. That's uh, a good song. Um. All right. So look, what do we... So what do we want to do? What, what do we want to talk about right here? Are you asking me? Yeah. Oh, hi. Um... We've reached the end of their discography. There will be more to talk about one day, but next week we're gonna kind of tie tie a bow on this, right? The yes, secret stuff. The the secret stuff. Um, I think the listeners will kind of enjoy what uh, you know, we have got cooking for them in the the dork tree pot. <laughs> what is this? What are we listening to? Uh, What's is playing right now? End of the road by Boys to Men. Oh yeah. This is a good song. Philadelphia's finest. The the Motown Philly boys are back again. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think that Fallout Boy is it's it's a part of us. We'll talk about the tattoos we want to get for Fallout Boy. We are gonna get Fallout Boy tattoos. And Stanley Cup tattoos. At the same time. <laughs> we should just get I don't know, bro. What do you wanna fucking talk about? Let's just get 2023 Stanley Cup champions, the Chicago Blackhawks tattoos. We should get uh, 2023 NHL champions, uh, the Golden Knights logo, and then underneath it in like a like a, a banner, Joe Troman, Andy Hurley, Pete Wentz, <laughs> Patrick Stump. It's the worst tattoo idea. That'd I've be ever cool, dude. Honestly, <laughs> ooh, it'll be Patrick uh, in a uh, like a Matt Stone jersey holding up the cup, but it's Patrick Stump. Patrick Stone. Oh my god, that's cool. Matt Stone from uh, South Park. Yeah, from South Park. <laughs> um, uh, you have, Mark Stone. Sorry. Do you have anyone you want you want to shout out? Hey, everybody out there! All of our <laughs> all of our our A ones from day one. Esben, you just hit me up in the DMs. He was he's like hey he's like he he messaged me. He's like hey bro, I'm on a fucking boat in France right now, binging all your fucking episodes that I missed for a month. And I was like, oh look at the, get a load of this guy right here. Flaunting his Paris trip to me, <laughs> je ne sais quoi, je ne sais quoi. Uh, but no, shout out to all, all you know, all the real ones. Fucking, you know, don't put baby in the corner, Mikey. You know, all those guys, all of our, all of our fucking super fan, the generals of the the Dork Tree Army. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all of them. But specifically, I was gonna mention that uh, I ran into uh, Julietta. Shout out Juli- to you. Yeah, Julietta. I was like uh, Cecilia. Yes. I don't want to dox you. I don't want to put out your last name, but I ran into you recently. You said you, you've been listening to the podcast, so I want to give you a quick shout out. Uh, shout out to A Train. The oh, yeah, the of course. A-train, who, who was like, I was like, hey, bro, you want to be on the podcast? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you get any other questions? Um, uh, no. I didn't, get, I didn't get a single other question. There was like a, there was a talk. Oh, you know what? I did get one. There was a, somebody recommended a band from Chicago. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They said that hey, is this up and coming band that remind you of uh, Fall Out Boy, and I saw it. It was like a three piece band. It was like three guys, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of like a Blink One Eighty Two, like Green Day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. Band's called Lemon Party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like them already. Well, yeah, that's true. I'm a big fan of. I go to their website a lot. I know you do. Um, you know, Green Day's playing a secret show at Triple B. Yeah, I know. It's like right now. Is it happening today? Oh, okay. Um, the tickets went on sale this morning. I didn't even bother. Mm. I was like, there's no way I'm getting that. So no way in fucking hell, bro. But it would be fun. It would be very cool. Um, look, let's, let's, let's end this. 
What's in this podcast? Come back, <laughs> Come back to me. I can't believe you played this whole song. We never play whole songs while we're while we're. Well, doing. we're I think we're doing enough talking over it. And this is also Boys to Men, End of the Road. Uh, a great song. I really yeah. love it. Uh, I love Philadelphia, the city brotherly love, Hall and Oates. Mick, do you want to take us the fuck out? Hold on. Wait, should I do the, the plugs first? Yeah, do some plugs. If you'd like to follow us, we are on Instagram at DoorTreePod. If you'd like to send us a tweet on the X, formerly known as Twitter, we are at Grand Theft Potum. Uh, you can send us an email at DoorTreePod at gmail.com. Send us some cues, some fucking questions, some answers. We'll give it to you. Uh, if you say something mean about us, but give us a five-star rating on Apple iTunes, we will read it online on the air. And, uh, <laughs> read it on, I'll read it online first, and then I'll read it on the air afterwards. Uh, but other than that, Mick, take us the fuck out of here before look, the song ends. Look, no bullshit. One of my favorite things about doing this podcast is spending way too much time doing these weird deep dives on these songs. And I legitimately am like kind of sad that like I'm that's over now. I really bathed in it today. Yeah. I took a lot of time like researching fucking the ice cream song and Bob Dylan and all these other dumb songs. And I'm going to miss it. Uh, Fall Out Boy, I love you. I love you, Fall Out Boy. I love you, Fall Out Boy. I love you, Philippi. Um, New New Horizons. uh, I gaze upon New Horizons and I breathe the air of a new land. Fall Out Boy, I love you. And thanks for the memories. And we'll see you next time on From Under the Dork Tree presents the Fallout Boy Experience Base Talk. <laughs> Chicken, chicken's done. <laughs> I hate my fucking life. Jesus Christ! Why is it not? My phone is not frozen. What? It, it was. We gotta redo. We gotta redo that over again. That was perfect. What do you mean? No, I refuse. We ended perfectly as <laughs> your alarm going off. Well, I, I guess that's true, but it's my alarm for the fucking chicken I'm making. Anyways, we're to part the kimono. We're also make help me cook some chicken uh, on our last break. Yeah, I mean, look, I think that's a perfect way to end it. Let's go check on the chicken. Well, then you can go choke your chicken later. <laughs> All right, that's the podcast. Thanks for the memories. Bye. Bye.